0: The Whitsundays, 74 island wonders located in the heart of the Great Barrier Reef on the tropical coast of Queensland, Australia. A visit to the Whitsundays is a feast for the senses, surrounded by natural beauty, dotted with secluded beaches and friendly towns from which to explore, and the hardest part is choosing how to fit it all in. Tune in to find out what this breathtaking destination has to offer. Hey, I'm Steph, and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding, and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world, to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure, there has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to onboard your perfect fit clients into your biz, download my free cheat sheet for lead generation systems you can use right now. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash cheat sheet. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. For those of you who don't know, my name is Stephanie Myers and I'm a mobile travel agent with MTA Travel and I'm based in the northern New South Wales, southeast Queensland region. I know, right? Some of you might know this place as absolute paradise. Uh, So working in such conditions can be tough sometimes. Ah, so m- after much needed time off the podcast, it does feel great to be back. As some of you might know, I needed to step back and really, really focus on what it was that I was trying to do and what I'm trying to provide you through my episodes. My aim is to be an informative guide and valuable resource for you by showcasing some of the world's most stunning travel destinations and also sharing my own personal experiences that will hopefully inspire your thought process to see travel as a return on investment and not just a holiday. So why not start with one of the most beautiful holiday destinations in Australia, the Sundays. <laughs> Those of you who have been to this beautiful, beautiful part of our country would know exactly what I am talking about, and I have had the absolute pleasure of speaking with Tash Wheeler. Tash is the CEO of with Tourism Wit Sundays, and last year we got together and got to go over a quick introduction of the region, featuring all of the incredible openings and reopenings of some of our favourite island resorts in the heart of the Great Barrier Reef. Now, since our interview was recorded last year, Tash being such a superb advocate for the Whitsunday region, her and her team at Tourism Whitsundays have been busy the last few months developing the 600,000 Dollar Wonders of the Wit Sundays campaign, huge, right? That is huge. Which is designed to drive much-needed visitors to the region. And guys, I can't stress this enough. They need our love and support. Um, and Tourism Wit Sundays do plan on expanding on its product offerings to be much more than what you see and what you might already know about the Wit Sunday region. Yes, they are certainly the heart of the Great Barrier Reef and also the Whitsunday Coast is also a heart of events. A heart of barramundi fishing, the heart of secluded beaches, the heart of rodeos and the heart of culture. With the opening of the brand new Whitsunday's Visitors Information Centre, the Whitsunday Regional Council, Whitsunday Coast Airport, also known as Proserpine, which is, on, which is about 20 minutes from Early Beach, and Hamilton Island Airports will be campaigning and working in collaboration with the airlines to continue this domestic focus. And if you're based in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and regional Queensland, then lucky you, you will be seeing more of this breathtaking with Sunday's Plastered all over your billboards, plastered all over your social media channels and through the traditional marketing channels as well. So be sure to keep your eyes out. And of course, if you do need any assistance in creating your ultimate with Sundays experience, please do get in touch with me and I'll see what magic I can work for you. Now, stay tuned and enjoy the podcast with Tash Wheeler from Tourism with Sundays. Hey Tash, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Dev, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> so, we have finally got this nailed down. <laughs> <laughs> we had a few recording difficulties before, but we're finally on now. So, let's go. Let's talk about the WIT Sundays and what it's got going on at the moment.
1: Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, so the WIT Sundays is in north Queensland. We, are, um, we have two domestic airports, so one airport on Hamilton Island and one airport on the mainland at the Whitsunday Coast Airport. And it's about eight hours south of Cairns by car and about mm, 14 hours, let's say, north of Brisbane by car. So, you know, quite a way up and um, into, into Queensland. Flying here, we've got direct flights from Cairns, Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne across the two airports with Virgin, Jetstar, Qantas and Tiger. So we're pretty lucky here. It's pretty easy to get to. And I think sometimes people just don't realise how easy it is to get here. Yes, that's right. As they, yeah, flying, flying into region. the
0: area as well is just absolutely amazing, especially Hamilton Island, straight across all those islands.
1: It really goes to show like when you're flying in, it shows you where we are. You know, you're in the heart of the Great Barrier Reef, all of these islands. Um, it's just spectacular. And if you come in through the Whitsunday Coast, you get to see the islands, the beautiful blue water, but you also see, see the fields and fields of sugarcane growing. It's pretty spectacular. Awesome. So we'll,
0: we'll touch on the islands in a moment, but can you tell me a little bit about Proserpine as a destination?
1: Yeah, sure. Proserpine is like the rural heart of the Whitsundays. It's really um, a very old town. Um, a very long history. It's got lots of um, agriculture with the sugarcane farming. So a large portion of the sugar that is made comes from Proserpine. We've got amazing crocodile safaris in the Proserpine River. And then in the lake is one of the best barramundi fishing spots in the country. It's just incredible. It's a beautiful big lake Proserpine. Um, And they're actually in the process, they're going to be a really um, accessible campsite and recreation area there so more people can make the most of that lake. There's lots of shopping in Proserpine. So um, I love it At Christmas time I go in there. There's some really lovely little boutiques with beautiful clothes, um, a homeware store, shoe shop, and I think there's four op shops in Proserpine. And for anyone that loves of shopping, um, it's really exciting. So it's a great little spot in there. What have you got
0: for those coffee lovers out there?
1: Ah, well, the best one of <laughs> Sunday Gold Coffee Plantation. So it reopened about six months ago and, oh, my goodness, this place is an absolute experience. So they grow all of their own coffee. They make their coffee. It's a restaurant. It's a, got a licensed bar. They do lunch and dinner. Um, they also have an indoor kids' play centre. So it's really, it's like in the cities when you go to those indoor kids' play centres. It's like one of those but on this whole big property where there's coffee, there's um bird Avery, a beautiful big timber bird aviary and when i say big it's really big uh there's chickens little miniature horses and they've got some great plans out there so it's a real attraction to go and have some lunch and spend the afternoon with your kids or with your friends having a while yeah
0: i reckon it just sounds like the mum's ultimate dream chill out spot <laughs>
1: uh-huh. yeah exactly
0: that <laughs> Awesome and we've got some exciting news. So if anyone who's listening is unaware, um, we have also the Wit Sundays have um, reopened two of their main island resorts. so we've got Daydream Island um, and also Hayman Island as well. So Tash, did you want to explain what's what's so exciting about those two islands?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's actually three islands that opened this year. So you've got Intercontinental by Hayman Island. They opened officially on the 1st of July. Hayman Island, what can I say? I think everybody either has been or knows of Hayman Island. And it's that very special luxury experience. You're on one of our most northern islands. It's super private. It's super luxe. There's beautiful beaches and um, other islands around it that you can go to and have your own beach for the day. They've done a full refurbishment, so not just a light one, like completely gutted rooms and gone again, and it's just looking absolutely spectacular, Um, really stunning island resort experience. Then we go across to Daydream Island. So Daydream Island Resort um, has gone similar to Hayman, a full refurbishment. They have gutted all of the rooms. Um, They've reopened in April. The resort is looking just spectacular. I mean, um, from they've got four restaurants, they've got beautiful, all these water attractions, um, love cove, but the biggest thing about Daydream Island is the Living Reef. The Living Reef has always been there, but it's like the Living Reef times a hundred. You can actually get into the Living Reef now and go and snorkeling. Oh, really? um, there is an underwater observatory where you can have a sunset drink down there and um, watch all of the fish swimming around and the sharks and the stingrays. There's an interactive education centre where you can learn all about the reef. So what is really great is from watching and learning outside of the water to getting in the water of the living reef to then going on a boat and going out to the reef, you can have all experiences. So you really can, um, you know, learn as much as possible but really feel safe to have that starting point in the reef, living reef lagoon, if you like. Exactly.
0: And Daydream Island is such a beautiful place for families, and you can even get married there.
1: Oh, they're so popular for weddings. They've got this beautiful class um, chapel, and um, I actually really wanted to get married there myself. You stand there at the chapel, and the outlook is the islands and the waterways. It's so special. Um, and then they've also got other options for weddings. So you can get married on the beach, you can get married. Um, down near the pools. Their pools are stunning. They've got beautiful restaurants with almost 360-degree views now, which they've never had before. So they've just turned this resort on. It's just amazing.
0: Oh, sounds great.
1: Well, I'm affiliated
0: with the Tweed Coast Weddings here on the Tweed Coast, um, and I specialise in yep. honeymoons but can also do destinational weddings as well. So, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to hear about all the new renovations that they've done on the islands um especially daydream because I've seen some destination weddings done at daydream and it's just fantastic um the mm. team do a really really good job as well so other events and things like that in the wit um where
1: well before before we move yeah. on to that I was just thinking can I tell you a little bit about Alyssian yeah
0: sure go for it
1: Alyssian is another new resort so it's on the very southern tip of Long Island it's a very luxe resort but it's they're eco-friendly, so they are, um, have done so much to build this resort in keeping in line with um, carbon neutral and, you know, solar power, and they can only take a maximum of about 20 people at any one time. It Ooh. is boutique style. So you get in there by helicopter. Um, there is a few boats available. but helicopter is the ideal entrance, and it's just beautiful. Now, that sits alongside. We also have Palm Bay Resort on Long Island. We've got Hamilton Island, which has seven resorts on it, and then you've got Camp Island up in the north. Camp Island is like a rock star experience. You basically hire the whole island and it's yours. It's got um, several rooms so you can go with a group of friends or a big family and really have your own island for a few days or a week. Unreal. Pretty
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. Something for everyone in our island. <laughs> Yes, I've always loved my experiences coming up to the Wet Sundays, and each each one has been different. Um, but you've got other offerings too. How to get around to the different islands?
1: Yeah, so in the Whit Sundays, you know, we've got the islands. Then we also have Ellie um, Beach and the mainland. So and then, in between that, we've got bare boating. We've got overnight sailing. So overnight sailing is something you can go on a charter boat with other like-minded individuals and for three nights, four nights and really explore through the islands. You can still have opportunities to go onto islands. You can go camping on islands. I mean, we have another company that with Sunday Island Camping Connections can take you, they can provide all of your gear, drop you off on one of the beaches and Bob's your uncle, you're camping for three days. It's just beautiful. We have the bear boating fleet. One of the biggest bear boating fleets in the summer, southern hemisphere is here where you actually can go and skipper your own. Rental. So rock up. Arrive into the Whit Sundays. Spend a night in Airlie Beach, enjoying downtown and the beautiful restaurants. Next day, jump on your boat. You get three hours worth of training, mm-hmm. should you need it, and off you go. You're around the Whit Sunday Islands. They can give you a course to follow. You can go out to Whitehaven Beach. You can go um, to some really beautiful spots.
0: Oh, unreal! That's that's Cumberland Yachts charters, is it?
1: Yeah, you've got Cumberland. You've got Queensland charters. Rent a yacht. You've got Sunday Escape and you've got Charter Yachts Australia.
0: Wow, that's so many. I I swear that's grown so much in the last few years as well.
1: Yeah, there's lots more boats coming on board and, yeah, it's it's such a spectacular experience. Uh, My husband and I did it a year ago and we went out to Nara Inlet and um, walked up the trek and all the Indigenous interpretation about the Naro people was really interesting, really touching. It's just such a beautiful thing to do. And if you find yourself doing an experience like that, um, I, most of the boats have a copy of 100 Magic Miles, but it's definitely worth a read.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So what's what's that book
1: called? 100 Magic, 100 Miles. Magic Miles. It's all about yeah. the waterways, but it has some history through it and some really key points. It's a great book. And anyone that's going out on a boat or... It's just actually pretty interesting if you're in the Wit Sundays, regardless of where you are. Um, really great book that's captured um, a lot of information over a long period of time. Yeah, wow. I'll,
0: I might get you to send me through the link on that one, and I can add it to the show notes if that's cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really interesting for even me to pass on to, you know, clients of mine that are heading to the Wit Sundays and want to do some reading and, you know, get yeah, some background. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Um and just going back to the wedding possibilities in the wet sundays you can also get married on the yachts can't you
1: you <laughs> can you can get married <laughs> on, on. vessel you can get married at Whitehaven beach um you know we've got the outer great barrier reef as well as fringing reefs around the islands in our outer great barrier reef you've got heart reef we've had lots of proposals in seaplanes and helicopters flying over heart reef we've had lots of proposals at Whitehaven beach as well Airlie Beach is a stunning location for weddings. Um, you know, one of the beauties about the mainland is Early Beach in particular is a little bit like a resort town. So what you find, um, you know, on those um, busier islands can be a little bit like what you can get at Ellie Beach. You've got all your different restaurants. You've got um, different accommodation types. You've got your big lagoon area down in the town centre that's open for everybody. Uh, there's all sorts of activities as well as tours that depart from Airlie Beach. Shopping. You know, we've got some beautiful bars, wine bars, um, gin bars, martini bars. Yeah, really great fun spot to be, lots of fun to be had.
0: Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Well, I think
1: I wanted to talk about the
0: growth in the region and talk about the media and what their take is on the Sundays, picking on you guys when you've always just had such beautiful weather. Um, I think there's a little bit of scepticism going around with, uh, different weather patterns and things like that, and forecasting things that aren't true. Um, it's yeah. people away from the Sunday coast. So, I might see if we can do that another time with you.
1: Yes, cool. Happy to chat about it. Yep. I think, can I just share one little? I've got yeah. a piece of paper in front of me, and it's really cool. Over the last 12 to 18 months, the level of investment across the region from our beautiful little beach town of Bowen to Airlie Beach to Pine, to out on the islands and all around. it's This is a really conservative figure, but we've got over $1.1 billion worth of new tourism infrastructure.
0: Unreal. That is insane. That's a huge number. Yeah.
1: And, you know, you don't get that if it's not an incredible place to visit. What a beautiful destination we have here. And there's so much. I haven't even touched on some of the beautiful towns. I just mentioned Bowen and the drives you can have to Cape Gloucester and Hideaway Bay and out to Conway Beach and Cedar Creek Waterfalls. Like, we're going to have to do this again, Steph, because there's truly so much Yeah, because last time we were
0: were chatting, we were talking about a little place called Collinsville too, which sounded really intriguing.
1: Yes, yeah, Collinsville. There's such a cool little Aussie outback pub out there. I just love it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I mean, started that's, on events as well. We've got so many events.
0: Yeah, it sounds great. I'd love to do a little bit more like mainland domestic with you. That sounds like something we should definitely yeah. do for another episode. Um but yeah, no, this yeah. has been a really good introductory to the Wit Sundays, just touching lightly, because <laughs> there's so much more to the Wit Sundays. There's 74 Islands, am I right?
1: Yes, that's right. 74 Island Wonders
0: many of them I think there's
1: only I only have about six that have any kind of infrastructure on them the rest are all sitting empty to be explored. far
0: out to be explored and um, Whitehaven Beach is one of those beautiful wonders that people can expect when they come up there
1: yes Whitehaven Beach the pure silica sand it, I think it's 98 percent So when I get out there I actually um, use it as I scrub my hands and my face and it's like a facial it's so beautiful <laughs> and the other really cool thing is it doesn't matter how hot it is it never gets too hot to walk on that's my oh, kind of beach wow cool yeah yeah it's so cool. spectacular there's so many ways to access it you can go by you know with cruise with sundays on one of their ferry boats or you can go on a smaller fast boat you can go by seaplane <laughs> helicopter the options are really endless and there's a Beautiful new walk that just opened on the very southern tip. Um, so that, that's quite a condition now to Hill and Land on the northern end. There's two really beautiful walks that can give you some amazing perspectives of the Sunday Islands.
0: Yes, I'll, uh, I'll tell you something. When Back in uh, 2010, I actually came up to the Whitsundays on a famil. Um, I think I may have told you this when I first met you, but um, it was when Cyclone Aloui had hit yeah. So, yep. I was on lockdown for five days in early Beach. So I did not know what to expect at all because to be honest, it was like the first cyclone that I had ever enjoyed because we don't have them here yes. in Northern New South Wales. <laughs> it's more yes. of a tropical <laughs> thing. So yeah, I, it scared the pants off me literally um I was travelling all by myself and I was staying at the oh, no. um backpackers next door to the Ellie Beach Hotel. Yeah. Um I don't know if they've still do they still call it the waterfront?
1: Yeah, it's actually closed at the moment, but yeah, Ellie Waterfront. Yeah, so
0: I stayed there and the whole time that I was there, I because I not I'm not a traditional backpacker, I wouldn't have classed myself as a traditional one, but I didn't carry food around with me. So everywhere Mm. in town was closed. There was masking tape all over all the windows and I had no cash. So I like to go to the shops and just ask if I could have some food because I couldn't get anything out of the ATM. (laughs) It was a little bit scary, but I mean, everyone that I spoke to was so caring and lovely because they knew that they were there helping the community through the cyclone. You know, it wasn't as, it wasn't as scary as i as I thought it would be. Like there was a few big wins and stuff. But I mean, you could just tell that everybody was so well versed in what they needed to do to keep everybody safe. Um, yeah, there was one moment where when all the electricity came back on, the whole town just went. it was so good and everyone was just like out in the street but you know what like I walked every day and I was still out and about it was only at night sometimes that it was a little bit too windy but yeah aside from that you know it's it's definitely a weathered area that that does handle things like that really well yeah um
1: yeah yeah. absolutely and everyone's so helpful I think that's one thing that really brings the community closer together—the support and um, care that everyone gives to each other during times like that—is really, really special. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's they really do try out of their way to help other people. Yeah, definitely. You could definitely see that, um, especially because I—I'm
0: not—I wasn't from the area, so they were more than accommodating for me. But see, it just—it's just like part and parcel with the area. But when you guys do have really great weather, which is majority of the year um it's just such a breathtaking destination but yeah I really want to talk about um the fact of where the media you know don't really give you guys a good representation based on past events that have happened um and you guys are restoring tourism in the area and doing such a great job with um with the influx that you've got coming and all that so yeah no I think that's definitely a talk for another time but yeah thank you Tash for joining me today I really appreciate it
1: No worries. Thanks for having me and inviting me.
0: Thank you. And yeah, we'll um, talk soon about all the others, all the other little goths getting into it deeper.
1: (laughs) That'd be awesome. Lovely.
0: Thank you so much, Tash.
1: Bye, Steph. See ya.